Hi everybody! Welcome to another Time Out with Tackle What Snacks where we talk to athletes and executives about how sports has made a difference and changed the course of their lives and the lessons they've learned in life outside of the game. I'm your host Danielle Berman. I am the founder and CEO of Tackle What Snacks where we help athletes make an impact outside of the game and find their purpose in life after sports. So thanks for taking a time out with us tonight. We have a fantastic guest joining us tonight. So excited for you guys to hear from him. Tonight we are talking to Hugh Roberts. Hugh is a pro soccer player currently playing in the USL for the Monterey Bay FC. Roberts' soccer career uh, has progressed over the years and he began to see an opportunity to use his platform to better support the communities he lives and plays in. So Hugh is the creator and host of the Backyard Footy Podcast, where he's used his platform to speak out in support of um, issues and causes like Black Lives Matter, to stand up against social injustice. And Backyard Footy started out as a podcast in 2018 and now is a movement and acting as a vehicle for change within the community. So can't wait to talk to Hugh about that. He was originally from Maryland and he's been heavily involved in supporting his own community. So I'm excited to have Hugh here. I see he's here. I'm going to invite him into the game. started. Hi, Hugh. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, first, congratulations, one, on the new team. And then two, I saw the other day that you're recently engaged. How exciting. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, well, well, tell us a little bit about what the the new team's been like. How's everything been going so far in the in the new location? Yeah, it's been nice. I mean, Cali weather is real nice. Team, <laughs> obviously, the inaugural year, but the team, you know, we're coming together. We have some good guys. It's more of like a veteran older team a little bit, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it out here. Oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations again. And, you know, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us really about your journey through sports. So I wanted to start right at the beginning. Tell us about your first sports experience you can remember. What was the first sport you played? How did you find soccer? And, and how did how did that journey begin? Yeah, well, my dad played soccer. My dad's Jamaican. He played at NC State. At that time when I was born, he's probably playing like semi-pro. So I was really like the ball boy for his teams, and I was always just around him, kicking the ball and doing everything he did, you know. That's, a, that's really how I got started. Yeah, and soccer was just it from the beginning. Once you started, that was that was it. Yeah, but I also played basketball as well. Probably started when I was in, like, third grade. I was, def I was 10 years old, around that age, fourth grade, I think. But, yeah, I played basketball as well all the way to, to like, junior year of high school, too. So played both awesome. growing up, had, a, you know, a good love for both. Yeah. Well, uh, what impact has playing sports like soccer and basketball made on your life and who you are today? How do you feel like that that's experience playing soccer from a young age has has shaped you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely affected my life. So that's why I'm still doing this grinding journey right now. Definitely what I do originated from me starting as a child, you know, just definitely seeing system of U.S. soccer, you know, how to pay to play and all these things, you know, growing up within that, how I can hopefully change those kind of things. But yeah, growing up, it definitely affected my life because it affects my friends, my family, my siblings, missing out on family events and stuff. Also yeah. having family and friends, but then meeting new friends on the road too. So yeah, it's a big part of my life. Yeah. And, and tell us a little bit about Backyard Footy and how you decided to really create, one, the podcast, and now it's kind of everything that's come along with it. Walk us through what that was like. How did you decide to, to kind of go that route and, and get started with everything? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was really just watching ESPN on my couch and watching these analysts talk about every sport but soccer and, you know, 
we could have just won the World Cup or the MLS Cup or just something that's not even on the sports and it's on highlights. It's always overseas soccer. And I was like, you know, domestic soccer needs to get promoted some more. At USL, you don't really do this for the money kind of thing. And I'm trying to find cheap, affordable ways. So the podcast at the time was up and coming. And I was like, you know, this is a great idea. And at the time, I was like, my fifth or sixth year into the league, and I knew at least one person on each team on the East Coast. So I was like, let me interview at least one person whenever they come in town and play me. And that's kind of how it originated. Yeah. And, and now it's really grown and taken off. And you've used it really as a platform to have some really important conversations. So how did that come about? How did the social impact piece tie in? I'm sure it was organic in some of the conversations you were already having. Uh, but when did that decision or maybe I guess a better question is, when did you see the impact of the conversations you were having kind of start to make make it known to you in, in the world of soccer and the world of sports in general? You know, definitely during the movement in 2020, everything, I was still doing my episodes as well, but I was like, you know, I have a podcast. I know I'm a black soccer player as well, American. I know a bunch of black American soccer players. Like, I want to actually kind of educate people, ask some people on the outside, um, you know, what do you think if I can kind of change the way I'm talking about certain topics? And they agreed and they thought I should. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And we'll kind of open my eyes with some of those Black Lives Matter episodes, which led to our origin in the BPA which then led to, as I mentioned before, other episodes for Ty and FC Cincinnati donating some money to their local minorities and stuff. So definitely showed me power of using your platform and power of, you know, what this game can do kind of thing. Yeah. And, and you're also involved, speaking of kind of getting in touch and talking to other black soccer players, the USL Black Players Alliance. So tell me a little bit about what that is and what work you guys are trying to continue to do. Yeah, Black Players Alliance, you know, it's, it's a group that amplifies the Black voice in the USL soccer. We're at least 100-plus members deep. Plans, you know, honestly, to affect change within the game, get us into managerial positions, head coaching positions, CEO positions, post-career positions. Of course, whatever happens on the field, we're here to represent them, support them fully. If there's any altercations or anything, you know, we have their back kind of thing. And, you know, it's just definitely to give us more power and more of a voice in this league. Yeah, I think it's really important, um, you know, and I think, again, it really ties into the work you've been talking about and doing and being able to share the stories kind of individually of some of the athletes that you work with in the Alliance um, is awesome with the Backyard Footy movement. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing now with Backyard Footy. So it's a podcast, but it's also more than a podcast. So tell me a little bit about some of the things you've been doing over the past few years with it. Yeah, so it's progressed to, I guess, more of like an entertainment company where I've in Charlotte, I met like a videographer out there. Um, definitely was able to give you like insights behind the scenes on practices, on game days and stuff. Also through the movement and everything, progressed into my own charity foundation. So the, the Footies Got You Foundations, now 501c3 nonprofit. And so it's still going on in Charlotte. Every fourth Thursday of the month, we do a homeless dinner for with Block Love in Charlotte Uptown. So it's still going out there and I'm still trying to do something out here. So, you know, it's progressed to multiple branches, I guess, and now continuously moving out to the West Coast. I'm trying to kind of do something similar where still giving you the insights, still doing the player interviews. Thankfully, he was able to find like a little studio out here. So I'm trying to do some interviews with some players out here and stuff and, you know, show you what the West Coast is really like. It's the first time where I'm playing on the West Coast. So you get to you guys all get to see like cool stadiums. We're going to new stadiums and stuff. So it should be good for backyard footy, too. Yeah, and I love that you're trying to kind of make an impact in your new community as well, but keep keep some of the things going in Charlotte. Um, 
how did you how did you figure out how to get the 501c3 started like who did you talk to did you have help from you know contacts in your network uh, or did you just kind of figure it out on your own yeah no definitely connections and help you know just, this world's all about connections and stuff thankfully you know if you, if you really just have something in your mind and want to go towards these people that's there along the way that can help you so I was literally talking about a 501c3 for a while around the independence organization. And someone literally in the supporters group was like, hey, I'm a lawyer and I would love to just help you out and file this paperwork. You don't even have to pay me. Just like give me a shout out and support. And I was like, man, such a blessing. So over the off season, I was working with him for a couple of months and filing all this paperwork and finally got that filed. I just I've known about a 501c3 because it's just a charity foundation. And so it was always in the back of my mind. And then someone came along the way and helped me out. So. Yeah, I was able to file that there in North Carolina. So, you know, I can finally start getting some grants and do hopefully some bigger things. Yeah, I think it's so important that you emphasize, like you were just talking to people about it and using your connections and the and the resources you had around you. And it worked out and someone was willing to help. Um, and it goes to show, right, you never know what folks around you are doing or how they could assist if you don't ask or don't just mention what you're at least thinking about doing. So a really right. great example of that. Um, Hugh, do you find that anything that you kind of skills or lessons that you've learned from soccer and the work you're doing on the field translate into the work you're doing with backyard footy? Are there any kind of skills or traits that you find that kind of share? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, just doing my craft, I know exactly what us players want to see. I know exactly what you fans kind of want to see too. So using that knowledge as a player over these years, I'm able to now give you some insight behind the scenes that's kind of separating me from, I guess, other media groups or other companies. There, not a lot of players are doing this either, too, so I guess it's to my benefit as well. But, you know, I'm able to see as a player all these years since a child, even for kids, I can not, you know, use my IQ enough for when I was a child and just think about what they wanted to see and just help them out, too. So, you know, just using my experience as a player has definitely helped me with backyard footy. Yeah, absolutely. And as we wrap up here, I have a few more questions, and then I'll let you get back to your day here. But I wanted to talk to you about, you know, again, we really want to focus on that next chapter and you're setting yourself up with a lot of things outside of the game while you're still playing, which I think is awesome, right? You've got a lot happening right now, you know, off the field as well as on it. So what advice do you have to other athletes that are like, Hey, you know, maybe I want to start something small while I'm still playing. Uh, what advice do you have on, you know, where to start? Uh, what kind of advice did you kind of take up as you were starting to build backyard footy? Um, and just give us kind of a, a piece of advice you, you'd share with a fellow athlete or teammate that was interested in doing something. Yeah, I mean, definitely ask around, talk to people who's experienced the same similar situations. But if you have this idea in your head, act upon it. A lot of times we have a fear of what other people are going to think and that kind of thing. A lot of times it fails too, but failures also teach you a great experience and a lesson as well within itself. Mm -hmm. So maybe you fail one project, but can you do a different alter, alteration to a different kind of project to the same way you just did and just adjust it a little bit and then boom, you have something even better. That's happened with a bunch of like companies too, you know, Apple, yeah. all these guys, like you fail one time, you come again differently. So even with Backyard Footy, I've changed my logos and changed a bunch of things a bunch of times, but it's through my failures, through seeing what you guys don't like and do like on IG and stuff. It's like, okay, you don't like that. All right, cool. I'm adjust and give you different quality of work kind of thing. So I'm 100% just, just act upon your thing and things are kind of fall into your place. Like even this now, right, I'm just doing a podcast, not thinking of anything because of the times in 2020, because of who I am, because of me going to different markets, finding videographers and stuff. It's like things are to fall into place for me. I never could have imagined, even just moving to Cali, I never could have imagined. So 
just definitely act upon what you want to do. Yeah, that's great advice. Because I think a lot of times we wait for the right time or the perfect moment or feel like we're ready. Um, and it's never going to come right. At least for, for me, I've never experienced that I've been like, okay, I'm ready. Um, right. It's always those moments that happen to you where you're like, well, here we go another another roller coaster ride. So I and don't appreciate care what, that don't advice. Don't care what people think either. Lastly, sorry, don't care what people, people think seriously. No, it's great. Of, even your own family is going to tell you no, but just do your own thing. You can work in silence. No one's got to know what you're doing. Work mm. in silence for months and then boom, let the world see. But, you know, just keep doing your stuff in silence and then then let them know kind of thing. Yeah. No, I love that. It's definitely not about the, the promotion of it. It's about the work. So you actually have to do the work. So I really appreciate that. And And two more questions here. Uh, what is coming up for Backyard Footy? Uh, where can people find you? Where can people follow the podcast, follow uh, the movement, support the organization and the work you're doing? Um, and where can they find you? Backyard Footy is all one word. Backyard Footy with uh, on IG is two Y's, but on everywhere else is just one Y. Um, I'm superhuman on IG, superhuman, H-U-G-H, man. And then that's the same on like Twitter and stuff too. But yeah, um, What's next for Backyard Footy? I got some new teammates out here, so I'm definitely going to be interviewing some new guys, giving you guys some new stories. Got some, hopefully I'm meeting with some nonprofits out here, so giving you guys some new charity events and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm traveling to L.A., traveling to, you know, San Diego, Las Vegas, traveling to all these new markets and new cities and stuff. So you guys get to see all those behind the scenes and everything that we've been, you know, traveling to as well. Awesome. Well, Hugh, uh, last piece of advice to leave us with. Um, you've really left a legacy with Backyard Footy, you know, really advocating for things you believe in and using your platform to make a difference. What advice as we close out here do you have for other athletes that might want to make a difference but not really know how to start? Yeah, I mean, for me, it really starts with a mindset. You really have to be just comfortable with yourself and not, not really caring, like I was saying earlier, about what other people are going to react to and think. Because I definitely just was using my platform by just going on Twitter and just voicing my opinion. But I really didn't care what people thought. If I cared, it definitely would have held me back. And to be honest, even before the movement, I would have never said anything in my career. That's why these times are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, just being vocal when you're comfortable amongst yourself, when you're ready, you know, to let the world know, because of course you're going to get some backlash a little bit, but make sure you have a nice small circle around you, people that support you and be comfortable enough to just, you know, speak your opinion a little bit. It's okay to shuffle the feathers a little bit. It's okay to, you know, you're not, people aren't mad at you, but just to have a conversation and have a debate is, you know, important to educate the people on what you're talking about too. It's very important. So once you feel ready, definitely voice your opinions and stand up for yourself yeah that's great advice i think being able to block out what other people might think or react and really focus on what matters to you is really important um and i loved your mindset piece right you have to be ready you have to you have to be wanting to do it even if nothing's gonna happen um and so i think that's a big piece is like you know you mentioned earlier just get started just start and if it matters enough to you you'll keep going and keep bringing people in and um, the team aspect, I think, is huge to surround yourself with a team that can support you. So, Hugh, thank you so much for all of your of time course. today. We really appreciate you popping in, doing a time out with us here. Uh, and we'll make sure we put uh, where we can find Backyard Footy and where people can find you in all of our notes as we push this out. But we appreciate you uh, being on. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Later.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Time Out with Taco What's Next. I hope you enjoyed the show and that you learned a lot from our awesome guest. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can reach even more incredible listeners just like you. And be sure to share this episode with a friend who you think would love this conversation. Thank you to Jacob Tabo, Carter Lewis, Joshua Love, and Olivia Peters from Team Taco What's Next for their help editing this series. We'll see you next time for another Time Out with Taco What's Next.